in a world where you cannot possibly see all of the films and TV shows, three men are film spoiling for a fight. This summer, Rancid. Welcome to the podcast that we mm. call Rancid, mm-hmm. oh, man. where we spoil films. And normally, when I say we spoil films, I mean Lance and Mark spoil films for me, Matt. But today, as a special treat, Bill Bottoms, we have <laughs> Bill Bottoms. We Bill have Bottoms. Mark. We have Matt, and we are spoiling a movie for Lance. And the movie we are spoiling is Baby Driver. Baby. Driver, man, the I Edgar feel... Allan Poe directed. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what that means, but it's it Edgar sounds Wright. Funny. Oh, Edgar Wright. Like Quick I background said. on this movie: Was this movie is Edgar, Edgar Wright's suit? baby. Uh, Edgar Wright sat on this idea for 22 years before he made it. Holy smokes! Like I gotta be careful, Mama Hen. Tread carefully. Mm. It's it is a passion project, and it is, is came out its best. Yeah, this is the last big movie he did. Well, so so it's. I think we should. I mean, real yeah, quick, but get, get, you know. get this out here now. Um, this was pre Kevin we'll Spacey's blowout. BS <laughs> before Spacey. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before pre- we Cle- found out everything about Kevin Spacey was creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Spacey like Kevin Spacey's in mo- it. He doesn't necessarily play a likable character. Young boys, so, and yeah. then I think it's still choosing a terrible time to come out of the closet as a way to. Do the house of cards thing to try to yeah, make himself great. look better? Yeah, not great. So, okay, so note on that, thing, when you watch this movie... That's the note that I wanted to get out here, because I don't want to talk about that part again. Like, Kevin Spacey, we realize he's not a great dude, um, but in this movie, he plays a classic Kevin Spacey role, I'd say. Sure. Like a pretty typical role of yeah. his. Um, Can we talk about that for a second? Character. We can real quick. I think it's fascinating that Americans have lost the capacity to hold in one hand the admission that something is absolutely terrible and evil, and in the other hand, that good things happen in spite of it in a given person. Mm. I agree with you. I don't want to talk about that in this podcast. That's fine. Okay. I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Baby Driver starts. The the genre, the genre of the film would be... Genre. 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 I think if you just say a quick line, uh, of the film is... I would call it like a, a rock opera almost or it is it is an action I would yeah a, an, an action, action musical opera. like yeah it's not a musical but music is a character in itself within yes. this film wait so I've never seen anything like it the scenes the scenes are set I think you're selling me on this film the scenes are Unlike set almost entirely to music right yeah, so there are gun battles that are literally like there's a gun battle that is timed to the song Tequila. You're kidding me. No, no like we don't the, kid with you. Not in Rancid. That's not something we it's, We don't do that here. This is a okay. Serious we film. We're not podcast. jokers. We're not smokers. We're not midnight tokers. I actually I take some of that back. So <laughs> we start off uh baby. Start off with baby. Baby He's sitting driving. in his car. Oh, he's waiting. Yeah. He's waiting. He's listening to Bell Bottoms. Bell Bottoms. So this is it. It is a movie that is made by someone that really loves music. Every tune is carefully picked yes. to match the scene. So mm-hmm. he's listening to Bell Bottoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
skipping ahead a little bit, but we f- we find out later that wait, they, Bell Bottoms the song? Yeah, yeah. the song. Oh, okay. I thought I just had this image of this guy pressing his head up against some. No, no, no. he's not. Checking he's not wearing Bell Bottoms jeans. Uh, but he is a young jeans. man who has uh, been in an accident in his youth and. He's got an, a hum in the drum, as Kevin Spacey says yes. later. Got a hum in the drum. Right. So he listens to music all the time to kind of drown out the ringing in his ears. Yes. Oh, like uh, tinnitus? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's a word for that. Tinnitus. Uh, yeah, that's the sound of you losing a sound. Ah, yeah, that's it. So he Is that has what it sounds like in space? a collection space of. Space has no sound. We went through this. That's the joke. Gravity hail, Bob. Hey, do you guys like hot dogs? Mm, Bob. So. Uh,. So he has an he's iPod. Real quick, he's a driver. He's the getaway driver for a bank robbing syndicate. Wait, wait, wait. Why yeah. is it called baby driver? Well, because well, he's a baby and he drives. He's baby. That's illegal. <laughs> oh, his name's baby. Yeah, he's, he's like baby. he's like twenty. Okay, my There's first also thought, a song. My first baby thought was he's a baby driving, which is illegal. My second thought was that he's a kidnapper, which no, is I terrible. I have a friend that literally didn't want my to watch this movie because they thought it was about a baby that was a driver. So I made them watch it, and they're really? like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, more like a pet name, so it was someone who was like a yeah, everybody just calls flash him baby. dancer doing driving, and then the last okay, so he's a, I'm he's not going to mention driver. my last He's got an iPod. So he has an iPod for any given situation. iPods for different moods, which is yep. really fun. 90s-style iPods. So he has a playlist Wait. To, that he no, sets yeah, his getaways that. to. We need to. Each of those that. hold a lot of songs. Yeah. And also, they're not 90s-style iPods. Well, yeah. Wait a whatever minute. That was that was when we had iPods. Nineties was CDs. Late nineties yeah. though. When did we uh, get iPods? Also cassette tapes. Early two thousands. Ford Escort ZX two well, two thousand. If you know when one, we got our first iPod personally. and you want to do the googling for us, um, go ahead Send and email. Away. Yeah, because we'll get it. Just start sending emails. Figure out our email address and we'll answer you. If you can I find know this, guys, I can tell you, you can the answer us. right now. I can tell you the precise date is the date the bombs went off in the Book of Eli. He just carries around an old iPod, the old film, man. Huh. That's a whole different genre. So, he's the getaway driver. So, I think we can go through this pretty quick. Right. Okay. He's a getaway driver. Jinx. Mark can't talk. Um, he getaway drives. He proves himself to various members of the crew. Various of the members of the crew get suspicious of him for different reasons. Mm-hmm. He tries to get out. Kevin Spacey won't let him out. Uh, and then... The crew kind of implodes within itself. Sure. Wait, is Kevin Spacey like an insane mathematician or an alien? Uh, he is. <laughs> Those are the only two designated roles for Kevin Spacey. I mean, he. he is I don't want to mention so the third. He is envy. Oh. And he cuts off Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Ah <laughs> oh, no! 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 Look at this stuff. <laughs> Isn't, Isn't it neat? Wouldn't uh, you so think my collection's complete? He, he's the driver, and I'm sorry, Spacey is... A girl like, who has everything. That's one way to say it. He's the guy that is in charge of this yeah, so crime syndicate. He's in charge of it. He picks a different crew every time. He never uses the exact same crew twice. The only person that he uses consistently on every single robbery is Baby, who's Baby. always the getaway driver. Because he's the best. Because he wants more. But all the other characters, you watch them go through one by one, you know, like, what's with this kid? Why won't he talk? Is he stupid? All this different stuff. John Hamm. 
So plays, John, a, plays a role in this movie. Really? John Hamm is fantastic in this he movie. Is it's good, the best role I've seen John Hamm in outside yeah. Wait. of Mad Men. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't make you were ready to fight, fight me. You. You? Hot I will stab you with these like old Mad batteries. Men. Oh. Did you watch it all the way through? No, of course not. The first episode was just It's a sad, awful. sad show. Hey. Hey. Like it was a great I I understand. It was awful. It's sad. I understand. I agree. Has one of the highest redemptive arcs of really? any TV series I've seen. It is a long, long slog. And this is coming from someone that uh, will rant about how terrible Game of Thrones the books okay. are. There's a another good South Park them. episode about yeah? uh, where they make fun of George R. R. Martin. They just bash him for never getting to the point. Yeah? Yeah. So... Uh, the different characters we have flea the flea. uh the, the bass player friend. yeah are you yeah. kidding me yeah, he's one of the characters we have wait is a character or is he's an actor oh, he's an actor in the movie playing a different character is he wearing himself. pants he's yes. got a sock so there's <laughs> oh my gosh well played <laughs> he's got sir. a sock on his left foot what? Okay. Oh, we have flea we have the one on his right foot and one on his who else the weird guy that is probably one of my favorite parts uh the, the guy that's with Flea that, that walks up to Baby like trying to prove himself and Baby just looks at his tattoo and he goes, it's his hat. The guy. I don't remember this part. Yeah. The guy, he has a tattoo, it's just his hat and there's like something else right next to it and he's like, yeah, used to say hate. <laughs> Made it hard to get a job. So I put hat. <laughs> just, he just covers up the E. <laughs> Baby's like, how'd that work for you? He goes, everybody likes hats. <laughs> <laughs> There's just this movie is full of lines like this. So I think I think also there's Jamie Foxx. He's one of the characters. Really, oh, it's also probably the best Jamie Foxx role I've seen. He is absolutely no, shut up. Uh, it's one back. of at least. Come o- back. Other come than back. that awkward so musical rendition from Love Actually, there's something better than that. No, Jamie Foxx wasn't in Love Actually. Django, man, I don't know if I can go for Django. Oh, I'd probably go with a parade. That is good. That's his best role. This is at least in the running. This is a good. So he plays a character role. named Bats, and he is absolutely insane. Yes. Uh, what does he say? Some people uh, make money to support their drug habit. No, some people rob banks to support their drug habit. Yeah. I take drugs to support my bank robbing habit. Yeah. Like that's wow. his character. He loves it. <laughs> loves the excitement. So it sounds like there's so some instability in the crew. Right, and they're doing a job, way. and the job goes wrong somehow, and that never happens. The crew kind of turns on each other, Ooh. and basically we just see Baby trying to extricate ex, <laughs> ex, Excalibur his way out of the situation. <laughs> he is trying to get out of the situation, and uh, so he, he kind of has to like fight his way through this crew. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bit by to get bit, to his lady love. To get to his lady love. the local diner. What's her name again? Mm-hmm. Uh, he sings it a lot, which should stick out, but I don't remember. Mm. Deborah. Deborah. Because he finds the yeah, there's the T Rex song about How Deborah did, and the Beck song. What? Sure, if you say so. Did you so, say the T Rex song? Yeah, yeah. How do we go to the Jurassic Park? It's, it's a band Speaking called T Rex. Did you guys see Toronto win the NBA championship? Whoa, no, this is not a sports podcast. Kill my everybody, and I don't this ever talk about a sports, sports podcast. podcast. Like so he gets out. Um, he fights his way to Deborah. How does she spell it? I think it's D E B R A. How do you guys feel about that spelling? I'm at an age. I like Deborah. That's like, biblical. It's more biblical. Yeah. Well, I'm a biblical guy. Uh, so 
he gets through. He fights his way through. Uh, it's a pretty epic fight with John Hamm towards Wait, the end. Who's he fighting through, and why is so Don this, Draper involved? <laughs> okay, so John Hamm is one of the bank robbers. Uh, John Dr- Don John Jack Draper. Don Johnson is in uh, Django Unchained. <laughs> That's true. Uh, he's so hilarious. John Hamm has Lord. his character morphs in a beautiful way, where he's just one of the robbers. He's one of the guys, and he's, he's a in, fairly likable character. And he's how in, many robbers are there? I feel like you said there's a eighteen lot of them robbers because there's several crews that so, they run but, through. There's wait, like what? four main ones. So there's in four this, main ones. So there's the a hierarchy get, of bank robbers. By the time yes. you get toward the end, it's John Hamm, Jamie Fox. Okay. Uh, John Ham's girlfriend. Love interest. I don't remember her name. Yeah. What's the actress? Those are the, the main three. No, no idea. She had an exist. She's cute, but I don't know. Okay, never mind. Whatever. I don't know. Um, so it's down to those three. There comes a point where they they lose trust in Baby. Okay. And Because he has been recording all... So he records every conversation he has, and he turns it into his own music. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, and well, it's especially terrifying if he's recording your illegal... Bank robbing plan. Yeah, so they find his. <laughs> Who would ever record they find his a conversation? Recorder. I'd feel this. Like, <laughs> and, and they just assume the he's. I don't know. Uh, you know, he's gonna snitch on him or something. Okay. And so they, right now. they put him in lockdown essentially. Like nobody's leaving until we complete this robbery in the morning. Yeah. So it gets you know. Thus the start intense. of. And they have inside to, man. He has to prove to them that no, I really am just making music, okay. which is kind of funny when he like plays an electronica track yeah. with Kevin Spacey's voice over it. Yeah. And then uh so they complete the job mm-hmm. and it's still falling apart within the crew. Um baby has a moment of conscience because there's a lady outside the bank that he see- No, it's the post office they're robbing for cashier's checks. Yeah. And he sees right. the the lady that's a teller there and he just like shakes his head at her like don't go in there. Right. So she goes and grabs a security guard because bats would have killed her. Yeah, cuz bats is bats. Why? Because that has nothing to do with bank robbing or drugs. He's just crazy. No, but he 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 enjoys his, the violence. Yeah, of he it. get he gets off. Like on at the one crime. point, they stop like at bats, a gas like station. Shit crazy, I guess. And he asks if anybody wants gum, like and they're like, "Sure." And he just <laughs> takes the entire display. Yeah. And you don't even know what he did to the clerk in there, but you know. It was so good. so bats is kind of an introvert. Yeah, a little bit. Sure. Mm. Where did where would he fall on the? Henry <laughs> <laughs> Myers Briggs bats. Uh, I'd rather not. Can we Enneagram bats? No, thank you. Color code? So, you know, I'm a personality blue. test. <laughs> um, Where do you think he is in the Enneagram? I think he's batshit uh, crazy. Let's continue. So he... I'd say he's an eight. They get through whatever job that is, and... people just trying to Kevin learn how Spacey to Kevin Spacey has a redemptive moment, because at the beginning of the movie, Baby said, I did my last job. He mm-hmm. paid his debt. He was mm-hmm. ready to get out, and mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey said, you have to get back in. I'm making you get back in. And so the redemptive <laughs> portion for Kevin Spacey is <laughs> he quotes Monsters Inc. to him to to con- baby quotes Monsters Inc. to him to convince him that he's that he's still in. Remember that part? Uh-uh. Like you and I are a team. <laughs> and Kevin Spacey yells at him at one point. Stop effing quoting Monsters Inc. at me. <laughs> and so at mm-hmm. towards the end, Kevin Spacey actually like helps him get away a little bit from the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hamm loses his mind because his girlfriend gets killed. I forget how. Wow, that escalated quickly. Well, let's go back a little bit. Uh, when stuff goes down at the post office, uh, baby has that that moment of like, I want out. I can't Wait, get out. Wait, what post easily. office? Hold on. They're robbing a post office. 
for cashiers. How did I find out they can actually get more money? Okay, I got the cashier's check, but I didn't get the post office thing yeah, at some point. I don't know. Somehow the post office has cashier's check. It's kind of like the whole point of the thing is like nobody would think of robbing this place. So they're robbing a Western Union? Uh, basically. Yeah, pretty much. We're taking all your telegrams. Yeah, see? <laughs> you know they are. I wish you guys could see them <laughs> delivering this in two supervillain mustaches that are twisted up at the end. Um, I had a guy the other day tell me he'd punch me so hard that he'd make my mustache go straight. <laughs> so that's like a 1920s wait, insult like, right there. He thought oh, your punch mustache you so hard. See, gay? your mustache goes straight. No, he he would take the curl out of it. Oh, so I prefer I'll punch the mustache right off your face. John Ham's girlfriend dies, and John Ham turns into like the villain who is motivated by just pure grief. And the scariest moment though of that whole that whole segment is. When baby comes into the diner to collect his lady, and John Hamm is already there, yeah, and the whole scene is set to a Barry White song. Wait, which Barry White song? Let's get it on. That's Marvin Gaye. Like I said, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> yeah, what? what did you say? What? Can we move on or not? <laughs> like I said, but I love that. It's part <laughs> of Wait, can we just pause on that for a second? Just that whole interaction. That's Hold a, on. We call you out. Like I said, you didn't say like, it. Listen, dang you could even say that's Jack Black and that would work because Jack Black also recorded Let's Get It On. But Like you, I said. It's not. But so, that's yeah. part of the beauty of the film is they set this incredibly tense scene where you suddenly mm-hmm. become kind of terrified of John Hamm because you realize he's gone off the hinges. I could have told you that. And it's start. set to a Barry White song, but yeah. it's perfect. What was the Barry White song? Let's Don't. get it. <laughs> <laughs> like he said. So Actually, you know what it was? I want to be where the people are. Uh, I want to see. I want to see them dancing, floating around on those. What's what that word call? again? Feet. feet. I said floating around Oh, there you go. Feet. You nailed it. Up where so, they walk. Up where they, he's in the up where they run. He's in the diner, and he's up trying to get his lady. All day in the sun. And I remember the end of the movie had something to do with, like, a black and white scene that I thought was really out of place, and I didn't like it. Poor unfortunate oh, well, souls. You left out the part where he, he impales bats. That was fun. Wait, wait. Yeah, he impales bats. Wait. Like, not several individual nocturnal creatures. He impales the character named Bats. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, he... Wait. They're they're all sitting in the car, and Bats is being batty, and that's the moment in which Baby was like, it's... I'm going to have to take the hard way to get out of this. Yeah. And he's, we're all just fed up with Bats by that point. He is the most evil character ever. Yeah, he is. And he just like he has no rams the evilness. car into the truck in front of him that has like pipes hanging out the back and just impales Jamie Foxx. Wow. So it's a great like, holy crap moment in the film. I sure. That was the end of a short story I wrote once. Huh. It's called Port- Jamie Foxx? No, it's just called Portrait of a Non-Artist. He screws but- up the getaway. So then they all, like him and John Hamm and the lady, they all have to just run. Like right. they can't drive away anymore. So there's this All this day epic, in the sun. Epic uh, cat and mouse game set to it, like a really weird tune. I just remember liking the first couple of songs in this movie and then slowly liking them less and less as the movie went on. Oh, Ooh, no. why? They're all so perfect. Uh, yes, fight over it, please. Because I'm not to the, the same audiophile that uh, Mark is. And so Mark likes music? 
I think so. And film. <laughs> I will turn this podcast around and we will not finish, <laughs> mister. Yo, punch me Tell so hard, my mustache falls uh, off my face. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, make it less gay. So, tell us about the end, please. <laughs> okay, so... Because he knows that, like, the, the crew is falling apart. We don't need to tell every How bit. it falls yeah, apart. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Least of all me. And I saw it, and I thought it was good. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Kevin Spacey gets run over. Jamie Foxx gets impaled. Yep. The lady gets gunned down. Yep. So it's just John Hamm and Baby. Yep. John Hamm is uh out for blood he wants to kill baby's girl because his girl got killed right um and he blames that on baby somehow so i'm wincing right now i'm thinking really hard to try to understand the threads here <laughs> so there's uh another long chase scene basically between john ham and baby that culminates in a parking garage uh with it's did you honestly, just use the terrifying. phrase culminates in a parking garage yeah yeah okay many just, things do yeah. No, Batman starts in a parking garage. Primer starts in a parking garage. What culminates in a parking garage? I think you garage? meant Batman Begins. Thank you. So that's definitely what he meant. Thank you for still my question schooling remains him un- on his film knowledge. Great. My question remains unanswered. It's probably gonna stay that way. So please let's get to the end of this. <laughs> so like it's, I a, said, it's a great, like terif- yeah. it's it's kind of a terrifying scene. Like it becomes almost a horror scene. Where John yeah. Hamm is chasing him down in a parking garage in yeah. a cop car blaring Brighton Rock by the Queen. Sure. What? Uh, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's but it's he's he's so scary because his voice is blaring over the loudspeaker. He's like half drunk and he just he's out to kill somebody. I don't know when, but we definitely left Heist behind a long, long time well, ago. We told you wrong. the crew fell apart. Heist went wrong, crew's falling apart. And so basically baby survives that but then gets arrested right yeah so he survives all that that's uh, a wild he, film he did get arrested right away he could have got arrested and he oh he, he, he escapes with, with his lady Deborah. friend they drive down the highway there's a blockade and he decides i'm going to turn myself in now yeah and then he gets some mercy from the court and there's some black and white I <laughs> really don't like the black and white. I don't. I just felt like it was so out of place. Black and white what? So there's there's a the black film and white goes black and white. For what? Why? What is this? Just for Kill a Bill? second. But it's a it's like a flashback cuz there's the other scene where he's like imagining what it'll be like to Definitely get away Kill with Bill. this lady and then they're showing that again and you think it's like a a dream or something but like no, he got out and this lady's waiting for him with right. a nice car and But Kill Bill's right making fun of that. Well, we're not talking about Kill Bill, are we? I have been for the last three minutes. It's interesting that we're not talking about that. So he goes to the court and he gets uh, some leniency. Yeah. Because he he did some nice things. He gets like five years. (laughs) Leniency. Which seems reasonable. Yeah. And uh, Because he he gave the old lady her purse back. Basically, at the end of the day, I think that this movie is an excellent look at the rehabilitative qualities of our justice system uh in the form of baby <laughs> sure by impaling people stealing blank checks dude if you watch it you'll want to impale purse. he's good you'll want to you'll you'll want jamie fox to be impaled by the time you get there i promise yeah. you there will be no point at which you're like mm, i don't know if that's the right thing to do you'd be like no impale him Impale him again with the so, Wesley Snipes Sylvester Stallone thing. Like the, I don't know that I'd think that. 
That's a different podcast episode. That's fine. It's an important conversation, and I'm glad we're having it. What's People your favorite? Like, what's your favorite thing about the film? My favorite thing about the film is the first couple of uh, scenes in it, the initial escape, and then like with the bell bottoms. I mm-hmm. love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he's walking to go get coffee. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that uh, is that one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen. Someone and it is walking the, to one of the few coffee? scenes in the movie that does not entail action. It's, Wait, what? it's just him walking to, okay. but to a music. He's walking to a Motown song. It's one continuous take. It's like a five-minute scene where he's walking downtown. Five-minute take? One shot? Yeah, it's one shot. One shot, five minutes. Yeah. It's uh, really like Children of Men? There's graffiti on the walls that he walks past what? that's all synced up to the music. Are yeah. you serious? It's really cool. It's a really it's, cool scene. It's probably the most impressive that's, that's scene in the movie. Yeah. yeah, and it's like so it's not one of the action uh, that that's that's exactly where I was gonna go. All um, right, I'm gonna see this film. What's the director again? Edgar uh, Wright. Del Toro. All right. So he Do directed you... uh, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> he directed yo that movie oh is one gosh. of my favorites. Scott me Pilgrim too. versus the World. I can agree. Mocky put me onto that from Whiskerino. Oh yeah. yeah. And oh, I is... forgot you're connected with Mocky. I'm connected yeah. with Mocky. Uh, he also Shout directed out to Mocky. Uh, Pour one out for Mocky. What is it? The we'll Cornetto sh- trilogy. We'll share this with him. He'll listen. Oh uh, man, the Cornetto trilogy. Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz and World's End. Hot fuzz, man. Oh. oh, man. So funny. All right, so that's Baby Driver. Lance, do you have any uh, pressing questions at the end that we could maybe answer, or are you just going to go big I'm about just, other You movies? know, the whole Wesley Snipes, Sylvester Stallone thing where the black guy has to be killed by the white that's, guy for everything to be okay. So Lance is referring to, say, to nope, I don't have any questions. I've got episode. a question. Um, about Demolition Man, if you want to know what he's talking about, he's still stuck in that episode. It's fine. They'll figure it out. What what's your question? I just don't understand like what baby wants, man. Like what does he want? He wants Deborah. He wants Deborah and he wants freedom from crime. Because he doesn't really want to commit bank robberies. He just no. has to. Why? Why does he not want to? Or why, why does he, he have, have to? to? Oh, because Kevin was in Spacey deep. makes him. Yeah, he was in deep with Kevin Spacey. He stole Spacey. cars from Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, what is what didn't Deborah die? Did I miss that? No. No, Deborah didn't die. She waited for him. She waited for him while he was stalking someone with a car? No, she waited for him while he was in jail. Yeah. After he killed someone with a car. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So where was she the whole car scene? Working in the diner. Yeah, I th- I don't think she got off that shift. They were short staffed. This all happened leave. during one waitress shift? A couple of waitress shifts. A couple probably, yeah. Yeah, it takes place. This is like why we days. don't work at Waffle House. That's I'd my takeaway. I'd have take to see away. schedule to be able to say definitively if it was If anybody one wants shift, to look up she Deborah's been working, schedule she for the film Baby Driver. Double. There's sometimes that you work a double and you're there. Yeah, I feel like this is this reminds me of that comedy bit by What's His Face about the time he put exactly. all those coins yeah, into the Waffle House jukebox and played What's new, Pussycat? Whoa! whoa, 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 whoa. 